6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Alberta's Lieutenant Governor Selma Lakani delivering the speech from the throne earlier this afternoon. This speech, by the way, the first since the COVID pandemic began. The speech today containing all kinds of hints as to what to expect this legislative session uh, from the government, including... Uh, the Kenny government says they're going to create a natural gas rebate type of program. The province says it will be creating also a clean hydrogen center of excellence to promote tech innovation. And regarding health care, the, the throne speech excuse me, says the Kenny government will also build health care capacity in case we get another wave of COVID, as well as using or trying to reduce the huge COVID backlog of surgical procedures by using chartered clinics. With reaction to what is... And what is not in the throne speech today? We're joined by NDP leader and, of course, leader of the official opposition in Alberta, Rachel Notley. Rachel, thank you for being here today. Oh, it's good to be here. Uh, what's your initial reaction uh, off the top here to the throne speech this afternoon? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a bit it's, it's a bit disappointing, I think, to those Albertans who were looking to see real relief uh, for uh, the soaring costs and mounting debt that they're facing. Uh, yes, there was talk about the rebate, but we know very little details on it. And uh, and there are many, many other areas where uh, costs are soaring and uh, the, the Kenny government is not stepping up to, to help families. Uh, we didn't see really any kind of new ideas to create jobs and diversify the economy. Uh, we saw a bunch of re-announced sort of concepts, but but really no detail, and we haven't seen any outcome from them up to this point. And then, of course, what we're seeing is is really quite a deliberate attack on our public health care system, so, as well as now education. And so, uh, ultimately, you know, we're, we're seeing a, a plan that, that's not much different from what we've seen in the past, and it just underlines that Albertans can't really trust uh, uh, this UCP government uh, to, to listen uh, to what they need. Uh, Rachel, I want to. Uh, I'll dig. I want to dig into healthcare and education. Let's start. Let's start with healthcare. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the Kenny government says they're going to try and reduce, you know, the backlog of all those surgical procedures because of COVID uh, by using chartered clinics, and mm-hmm. also, you know, they want to build up the healthcare system capacity-wise in case we get another wave. So I, I know we don't get specific details until we see the legislation as it comes forward. But but what mm-hmm. did you not like about that? Well, I think what most people and most experts and people within the healthcare system will tell you is that the biggest challenge to our capacity right now is frontline healthcare workers. They are burned out. Uh, they are so tired and many of them feel attacked by this government and many of them are reducing their hours and in some cases leaving the province. Providing health care in private for profit surgical clinics doesn't involve magic you know creating a magic wand uh, that uh, that suddenly out of nowhere creates uh, new health care workers who want to work for less and and yet that's really what this plan uh, relies on so um, you're you're going to increase capacity by investing in the public health care system and supporting those frontline workers not carving it up. Uh, out to the high and handing it out to the highest bidder um, who then will make money off of paying the shrinking number of healthcare workers less. So that's why we don't really see this as being a, a real plan to fix healthcare. Rather, they're using the crisis from COVID and the crisis that was actually developing even before COVID as cover to carry on with a sort of long standing sort of extreme uh, conservative agenda item.
Uh, regarding education, um, uh, Rachel, the, the the Kenny government alluding in the speech from the throne that they want to take away or stop allowing the Alberta Teachers Association to investigate their own members um, uh, for, for misconduct, for example. Uh, are you in favor of taking away the investigative powers of the ATA? You know, I uh, when I talk to parents uh, with kids in the classroom, they don't raise this issue with me one little bit. The issue they raise, just like the woman that appeared with us at the press conference we had today, they say their class sizes are too big. They say that special needs kids within their classes have had their puff funding cut significantly. They say that, that their kids are struggling with increasing mental health issues uh, as a result of losing uh, you know, mental health supports within the schools and then as well as a result of COVID. So those are the critical things that parents care about in schools. Picking a needless fight with teachers because Jason Kenney likes to pick fights is not what families with young kids are looking for to support their kids. And that is yet another example of where Jason Kenney is not actually listening to what Alberta families and Alberta voters are telling him they need. Uh, were there any positives for you in the speech from the throne today? Well, I, I am glad that they're looking at, uh, at, at doing a memorial to the uh, residential school mm -hmm. uh, and to, the, uh, to those, uh, you know, the graves that were found on some of the residential school sites. That was actually something that we had written to them about and suggested that they consider doing. And, and, and so I think that's, that's good. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think there's much more to be done to, to support reconciliation uh, in, in terms of everything that the government does. But, uh, you know, I think that was certainly a, a, a nice um, gesture, and we're, we're pleased to see it. And, and looking ahead to the budget on Thursday, uh, what are you hoping to see in the budget this Thursday? Well, what we would like to see is, is meaningful uh, additional investment into the public health care system to ensure that we do grow more resilience there and that uh, we give relief to those hardworking frontline health care workers who, who have been asked to do uh, so much more with so much less. Um, and uh, we're also looking to see concrete, uh, detailed uh, plans to diversify our economy and create uh, long-term sustainable jobs because again we mostly just got rhetoric in in this throne speech and that's what we've been getting for the last two years and and then finally really some major efforts to deal with affordability issues yes they're talking about a rebate but we don't know what the scope of it will be and and there are many other issues that are really challenging albertans in terms of affordability spiraling insurance costs tuition costs uh, ever increasing personal income tax because of the bracket creep in the face of uh, unprecedented inflation um, uh, you know school fees uh, all those kinds of things so that's where this government could step up and undo some of the decisions they've taken in order to give relief to Alberta families. All right. Thank you, Rachel, for your time this afternoon. I appreciate you squeezing us in. Thank you for this. Oh, it was a good, good to talk with you. Take care. Okay, you as well, you as well. That's Rachel Notley, of course, leader of the NDP, leader of the official opposition in Alberta. Her reaction, 
Her reaction to the speech from the throne this afternoon, and of course looking ahead just at the end there to what she's hoping to see come in the provincial budget on Thursday. Thursday, by the way, is when we're going to be finding out the nitty-gritty details, uh, the nuts and bolts of this natural gas rebate type of program uh, that was mentioned in the speech this afternoon. So stay tuned, of course, for that uh, this upcoming Thursday. Also coming up, I want to highlight something that's going to be starting, uh, I believe, if I'm doing my math correctly, um, in about two weeks from now, a little more than that, on the Chorus Radio Network. I'll get into that after this short break. You're listening to The Drive.